Blog Talk Radio. Do you want to elevate your mind? Do you want to shift your life? Well, sit back and relax. It's time for another episode of The Shift with Skip. Get ready to roll. Well, get ready to roll. Good morning, everyone, and happy hump day. It is Wednesday, my favorite day, because I get to hang out with you on The Shift. So welcome to The Shift with Skip, and I am Skip Jennings, uh, your host for this 45 minutes of transformation. And today we have a wonderful guest on our show. We are talking about soulmates, and we're talking about poetry, and we're talking about twin, twin flame unions, all the things we talk about on the show so often, which I, I resonate with. But before we get into our conversation today with Susan Allison, I want to give you your journaling question for this week. And it is all about creativity, and um, I'm big on creativity. I believe creativity is a divine quality of the universe. And I always challenge you guys to kind of think and to have your own shift, to have your own transformation. So the question for journaling this week is your creativity. Are you having a creative time with yourself? Are are you having time that you can sit down and maybe write or maybe draw or maybe – you know, do something creative, and it could be anything from just writing yourself a love letter, writing yourself a poem, or writing a verse or so. It could also be painting or listening to music or dancing. Even in creativity, our conversations are being created every time we speak. Mindful creativity is what I'm talking about. Are you being mindful that I'm going to sit down and I'm going to be creative? It could be in your cooking. It could be in your job. It could be in the way you work out, the way you train your body. This week is all about creativity. So I'm going to invite you to have those creative moments, journal about them, and then hit me up on Facebook. Let me know exactly what you guys are doing out there. And and remember that um, it's about connection. And we use Facebook to connect. We use Twitter to connect. So I love connecting with you guys. Remember, you can get more information about the show and the things that we're doing at, at Shift with Skip on Facebook. And we post things every single day. And some of you guys know that I'm doing the Deepak Chopra Oprah Winfrey um, new meditation, Expanding Your Happiness. And we are now on day nine. And it's been a wonderful transformational journey into meditation, because I believe that's a very important part of our spiritual practice. So it's not too late for you to get on board. So I recommend the guided meditation with Deepak Chopra and Oprah Winfrey. Just go to OprahWinfrey.com. And um, I need to do a big shout out to my friends in Toronto. We had a great convention two weeks ago at Canfit Pro. We taught all classes. It was tons of yoga, tons of um, dance classes, and uh, we have some listeners now I've met from uh, Toronto. So, hey, guys. And then last week we were in Anaheim for the World Convention, and it was pretty amazing. So all my friends at, in Anaheim and all over the world who came out to the World Fitness Convention, hello, and thank you for joining us on the show. You said you were going to listen. I said I was going to be on, and here we are. Don't forget, next week, or actually this week, I'm heading out to Dallas. So I'll be at Dallas Mania. Just go to the scwfitnessconventions.com, and you'll be able to get more information about that convention that I'll be speaking at. 
and then off to Fire Island for a little vacay. I need a little vacay. It's been a big, long summer, and um, I'm going to end summer out in, 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 in Fire Island, so it's going to be a repeat show, and uh, it's going to be a good one. We'll choose a good one. We're not sure which one yet, but I'm talking to pr- producer Marie, and we'll find out exactly what we're going to do. Up, We'll post it up on Facebook. All right. So here we go. I'm excited to welcome uh, Susan Allison onto our show. She's the author of a great new book. It's called Our Spirit Stands. And it is a book of love poems, and she has a beautiful journey around this book. And I know she has another book coming out, but she's had another book before that called Conscious Divorce. I want to get into a lot of different conversations with our new friend, Susan Allison. Hello. Welcome to the show. Hi, Skip. Thanks so much for having me on. (laughs) How are you doing? And you're in Santa Cruz. How's the weather? It is foggy. We're having... um, a drizzly time that usually we just have in June. So it's, you know, the weather's been really f- weird this uh, this summer, and we're on water rationing. So it's, um, yeah, it's it's been very interesting in terms of the weather and, you know, our part in creating this, this drought, I feel, as humans. So that's where we are today, but it's a gray day in Santa Cruz, but still beautiful here. Mm, you know what? I, I'm right there with you. I live in Pasadena. We're on a, a major water drought here, yeah. and uh, California completely is in a water drought. Yeah. And we have um, we 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 have done done our um, side of this, and we have to take responsibility now. So um, I'm watering exactly. my garden less and less. And, I know. Uh, <laughs> no, my, the, I, no the, I either I won't <laughs> let my garden go. I mean, it, I have a I have a. a drip system and so i'm letting that go i mean i'm letting it be watered and then i you know you just you take fewer showers you you know you flush the toilet less you do you know you okay you know i have things under drain you know when it's foggy and drippy you know i've got you know things grabbing the the liquid from all the the rooftops and you know it's it's been crazy so you're, we're talking about balancing in, 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 in the universe and the earth. We balance because my, cute, my cutes are like they're dried up. They're done. Some yep. of them I've got to yep. let them go because – and I'm, I'm saying, okay, how do we balance this out with the garden? And yep. so I'm going to take a lead from you and take less showers. And Seriously? my car is dirty. My car is so dirty, so I'm not so washing mine. my car. So is mine. Mine's really filthy right now, but – it's uh, right. you know it's it's a trade-off isn't it skip it's a trade-off it is it is indeed so um yep. i you know our spirits dance and i love that word dance and i gotta tell you i teach a class called yoga dance and dance oh. for me stands for divine well the acronym for the d is divine a is authentic n is now moment c is consciousness expansion and e is empowerment um and when i okay. saw our spirits dance i was like Oh, this book is for me, and it's so filled with so much love, and I can feel when I'm reading it. So what was your journey around writing this book with your husband? I know your soulmate has now made his transition, but yes. um, can you give us a little bit of background about, about sure. this book? Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a book that was actually written over 19 years. Um, my mm. husband and I met in um, around the summer solstice of 1994, and we started then. The, the first poems in the book, the book is arranged chronologically, so the first poems in the book are the poems we wrote the first night we met. 
and mm. it was you know it was like a full moon night it was it, it reminded me in a way of of Shakespeare's Midsummer Night's Dream it was like so magical and I felt you know that there I, there was an enchantment that happened and I looked at him you know one of one of my poems in the beginning talks about you know I knew just what he was going to say you know I felt so familiar like everything about him felt so familiar like I'd known him forever and we were just meeting we had tea after a writers group and we he really you know innocently said hey you know let's go home and write full moon poems and then we'll we'll bring them to the next group and share them and we both went home and then later we found out we were both up all night um i was this very practical linear woman in this very practical life and i had visions that night i was up all night i was writing poems and the next group our poems had the same title and same similar content that was you know people you know kind of freaky actually um and it it was both absolutely magical and amazing and incredible and it scared me to death and that <laughs> that, that happens usually one person in this kind of union you know, they can run, and I've had, since I've been doing this radio tour, I've had so many emails and calls from people saying that, oh, you know, I, I know this is my, my soulmate or my twin flame, but they've run away, and I ran away four times. So I finally, so finally... So it's natural for one person yeah. to go, ah. Yeah, it's scary, because you know how you and I were talking about the ego before the show started? Right, right. Well, the, it's the ego. The ego goes, oh, my God, this isn't safe. I'm going to lose my identity. I'm going to lose everything about who I am. I'm going to not be an individual. I'm going to merge with this, my soul with this person, and then who am I? And so the ego freaks out. And so mm. what you have to do is you have to calm it down and you calm down and hopefully your other person like my husband was so patient and he was so, you know, like clear that this was meant to be, that this was something from, from God's source, spirit. Our souls were meant to connect. We were meant to do amazing things, you know, on in this lifetime together. And he, you know, helped me calm the ego, really listen to my highest, and be with him. And so, but but I'm just saying that it's not just all, you know, roses and, and you know, beautiful music. It also can be scary when you feel such intensity uh, when you first meet this person. So did Tom ever communicate to you how he knew? Because I'm sure my listeners are yeah. asking, I think this guy is my soulmate, or I think this person is my soulmate. I, uh, how do you know? How are you 100% sure that this person is your soulmate? Yeah, that's an incredibly good question. And I also knew the truth, but I was stuffing it down with fear. But I knew from the first minute I met him. And you know, you know, there, I always say the body never lies. And you feel this in your body. And it's, you know, some people would say it's the kundalini. And people always associate kundalini with sex. And the kundalini, you know, you were just talking about creativity with your listeners. The, the kundalini mm -hmm. is your, it's that, it's the creativity bubbling up. And it's, you know, it's in it's your inspiration, and it's also your body. My, there was this thumping in my body, and, you know, I, it was so intense. I'd have to, you know, breathe and move it up and up and out the top of my head. 
But so mm. first of all, my body knew. I looked in his eyes, and it was like my twin. It's like I looked in his eyes, and I saw my own soul reflected back. And I, and, and I felt my heart opening. I felt this amazing expansion in my heart. And I, we also, there was so much clairvoyance. I mean, it's like I just knew what he was feeling and thinking. And then I would say it, and it would be exactly what he was feeling and thinking. And we both did that. Mm-hmm. We, we, shared our, we shared all of our whole life story. We were, we were, you know, there after the writer's group for hours. And we said everything about our past. There was no holding back in terms of our honesty. Um, and then... I thought I'd found this wonderful brother, this wonderful friend when I left. And then in the car driving home, I was it was like the intensity of the energy. It's an mm. energy connection is all. I mean, I I'm a Reiki master and I have done the reconnection with Eric Pearl, reconnective healer now, and I it was energy. It was like this this cord between us that was just pulsing with electricity. It was um on an energy level, there was a connection that I'd never felt before in my life. So I hope that that helps. Well, no, that that so helps. And um, I, I'm all about. I'm also a Reiki master, and yeah. I'm all about everything that we are, everything that we do, everything that is around us is all based on energy. Yeah. And you will know. You will know. So the, my follow-up question to this is that if on one side the person is so connected with the energy this person is my soulmate and the other person just will not surrender to it how do yep. you <laughs> release I that know. person and let that person I, fly <laughs> my my friend because i believe there's many soulmates or, or there's yes. a possibility of finding yes. other soulmates but if we get trapped into well i gotta have that person then yeah. the universe is is tied up you're right you're right there's a lot about surrender and you know, I, you know, I had to. I was like spinning so much that I had to sort of get more grounded. And we actually did a no contact for three months. It was my my choice, my decision to do that. He wasn't happy with it, but at first. But I needed to really, really be grounded and connected with myself and with my own source, and really feel my own self love my own um, connection to spirit and connection to my purpose here. And I just had to get clear on some things. And he was mm. really patient. And so I, 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 I do believe there's more than one soulmate. And we have friends. I've had people on shows call in and say, what about this friend? I feel like I've known them forever. We probably had past lives together. I feel so connected to this, this friend. Yes, I feel that we have so I feel like we have a, you know soul families and more and more I think we're meeting everyone on our soul path this lifetime it feels to me ever since 2012 especially but way way back mm-hmm. for me since like 1997 or so everyone is showing up that's on my soul path in terms of the work we're supposed to be doing here and I, I also love that believe, word yeah, I, soul I, path. I love I love that. I love that term, soul path. Um, could you go a little bit deeper into the soul path for our listeners? Because I, I believe that we're all on a soul path, but Absolutely. I'd love to hear your take on this. Absolutely. You know, in fact, I want to go back to what you said about the homework for your listeners this week in their mm-hmm. journal entry, which mm-hmm. is to, to write about creativity. But the, the way to figure out 
Some people go, well, I don't know, you know, what that is for me. It's what gives you joy. So whatever it is that makes you feel like a child again, and you know how as a child you would just do something forever and you would not want to come to dinner and, you know, you'd be playing outside or you'd be building something or you'd be painting something or you just didn't want to be interrupted and you'd say, Mom, I'm not hungry. That is that joy, that passion for something that makes you forget time. You're out of time and space. You're just so excited and feeling this almost childlike enthusiasm and energy bubbling up that you just want to keep doing it, whatever it is. And you mentioned Mm. dance. You know, I love to dance. And so, you know, dancing takes me in that place that's timeless. Um, I love to paint. Mm -hmm. I'm working on a book right now, and I'm so immersed in it, I'll find myself, you know, working on it 10 hours, and the time just flies. And, you know, Mm -hmm. so that is your soul path the whatever it is that your soul soul's purpose here it's about your passion your joy what it is that just is thrilling for you to do it's just reflecting who you are the essence of who you are and you love it and yeah that's what i love i i love that because i i've said this so many times, and I say this to my clients, that if you do what you love, it never feels like work. And we were here to do what we love, so find what you love and go and do it. So, and, I, and I'm one of these people, and, and it's, it has worked for me. My consciousness is, a, is everything. So I believe that the abundance will flow because of my yep. consciousness, not because of what I do, because of my right. consciousness. So I'm going to do what I love to do because life is so precious, and I know that the abundance will flow anyway. So um, <clears throat> I, I, we can yep. talk all day, but I, I have another yep. question that I need to talk to you about. Is these, this twin flame union yeah. that you talk yeah. about so eloquently what is a twin flame because i believe i have a couple of twin flames around the world that were here really to see my highest yep. consciousness come forth my highest yes. god god self come forth and that's what they we decided that we would do before we came to this planet i believe that yep yep no i i totally agree and I was, um, I was telling you before the show that I would have right. titled this book differently, the subtitle. The subtitle is Poetry of Soulmates, but I probably mm-hmm. would have titled it Poetry of Twin Flames because if I'd mm. known more about Twin Flames, I have a friend in New York, Sheila Applegate, that's writing a book on the Twin Flame Union, and it's different from the Soulmate Union. It's in probably the word I would use that, that differentiates it, it's, it's a lot more intense. There is an intensity. There is a twinness. There is like this person is my twin, and it's not always comfortable. You look in the person's eyes, and, it, and they feed back to you yourself, and they are also your teacher. And so your, your twin flame is also here to help you, like you said, help you be your highest. But that mm-hmm. can be by also pointing out what is not serving you any longer. What, you know, what, it, it's not always comfortable that this person knows you so well. And, and they're saying, you know, 
you know, these people that you're with really don't seem like they're serving you any longer and you're attached and you don't want to give them up and you don't want to quit this job and you don't want to do this or that because it's scary or you, you're in security, you're feeling secure there and you don't want to venture out. But this person is in your life to help mm-hmm. you shine, to help you be the, the shiniest star that you can be. And to do that, sometimes they have to be so authentic and really, you know, teach you. And that's my husband was that person. He, he mm-hmm. was my twin flame. And we well. felt like twins from the beginning, but we were also here on the planet to help each other grow spiritually. And I feel like he helped me become kinder, more compassionate, more loving, um, more other-centered. And I helped him be able to, he, was, he wasn't as good as, at really being on the planet. He wasn't as grounded. He, he, he could care less about money. He could care less about that we had to pay bills. I was more practical. I was the person that helped him shine here, but also be able to function and survive here on the planet, you know, yeah. as 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 a divine human. But he had to also be a human, and he was he was like I. It is memorial. I spoke about his being an avatar. Hmm. My husband was an avatar. He he hmm. was he was he was Buddhist. He was the kindest person I've ever known. He didn't have an enemy in the world. Was a beautiful, beautiful, shining human. And so that's what he, the, ta- he taught me. Does the twin flame have to be in... Uh, okay, so I, I have this friend who lives in New York as well, and I, I'm in California, and, and I really believe that he's my oldest and my best friend. We have been best friends for since 35 years, and we've yep. had a fallen out. We've come back together. Um, yep. In fact, he was my first boyfriend in high school, and yep. um, and we have been on this spiritual journey for so long. In fact, you won't find this strange, but maybe the listeners might find this strange, <laughs> that we meet up in the dream realm. We have oh, met up, totally and I'll call it. him on the phone. I will call him up on the phone and say, did you meet me in the dream? Yeah, I was there. And, and we've had these conversations, and he helps me to grow spiritually. And I, yep. I'm sending him big props. David and his partner just got married in, in P-Town on Friday. So yay for, for, for Rune and David, and I just celebrate their wow. love. and. And they've been together for so long, and I celebrate that. But I really believe that he is what you're talking about. For me, is yes, my he is. twin flame. He came to this he planet is. to help me to grow, and he does. Every yes, time we did. talk, it's like I grow. So I get yep. to hang out with him next week on Fire Island right. to celebrate his union. But when right. we're together, it's like we've never been apart. Is that exactly. what? Exactly. Is- oh, my God. Mm. Yes, absolutely. I have goosebumps all over. Um, <laughs> I, I always get, I, I call them God bumps. I get God bumps. I, I get God bumps, too. <laughs> I get them, I get, I have God bumps all over oh. right now because that is definitely a twin flame union. And, and when you said oh, a key is you said you met in the, you meet in the dream world and that is a key is that you on on a on an on an other plane of existence whether it's in the dream world i do shamanic work so in shamanic mm-hmm. journeys my husband shows mm-hmm. up or has shown up and um we can be together in the ether and we can also make love in the ether which is pretty amazing oh. We can oh. we can be yeah it's yeah my last poem in the book is about 
making tantric love, you know, in heaven with him. And I can shamanic mm. journey um, to, you know, to the spirit world and be with him and see him. And that's why his passing hasn't been so devastating. It's been difficult. But I, I am still connected to him on a big, in a big way. And I actually can spend time with him there. So, so this, so David is definitely a twin flame for you, and he, mm. you are in each other's lives for such gifts. That so it, your it, your relationship with Tom is evidence that that's nothing's ever lost in this universe. Nothing. We are never ever alone in this universe. Never alone, and you know that's my next book is called mm. You Don't Have to Die. You Don't Have to Die to Go to Heaven. Oh. And it's about being teaching people. I'm so excited about this book. It's coming out in 2015. Mm. But to be able to teach people how to journey to spirit worlds, know that there is no death. If I could teach mm-hmm. people not to be afraid of death and to know where their loved ones have gone, I feel like that is my soul's purpose on the planet is to get people to stop fearing death, to live fully here, and know that we're immortal. There is no death. And this is, I've been a shaman for 20 years. I've been going to spirit worlds all these years. I know from my own experience, it's, it's, you know, it's real experience in those worlds. And people do not have to die. They don't have to have near-death experiences to go there. Where do, we, where do we go when we die? Susan, where do we go when we die? It's different from each person in terms of the levels. What I'm finding when I go there is that there are, and, and the Bible says in my father's house are many mansions. Mm. In, the, in the Baha'i yeah. faith, they say that there are worlds within worlds, and the Baha'is call it the Abha kingdom, which is the divine. It's the kingdom on high. You know, so every faith has this belief that there is this world. The Buddhists have a, a name for it. I mean, every faith. And so I have journeyed to these places. And sometimes shamans believe there are are sort of three spirit worlds. There's the lower world, which is not to be confused with hell. It is a place with with animal helpers, and it's very primeval, and you learn a lot about your character and what you need to change about yourself. There's a middle world where you, you go to a sacred place in nature that's, Mm-hmm. That's a, a place a lot like this world, but I really people can their spirits can go there to this middle world. You can it's like I've seen my grandmother. I've never met her in real life. My grandmother, mm. my father's mother, was in my sacred place in nature in the middle world when I go there. So people's souls can hang out there for probably up to a hundred years. They can be in this middle kind of kind of spirit world. Then there's the upper world, and the upper world has layer and layer and layer. There's all oh, wow. kinds of worlds there, and some faiths believe that that you progress from level to level, and you're, you're we're always growing. So if people think, oh, I'm so sick of growing here, well, guess what? You're going to keep transforming. Keep Your growing. Going to keep growing <laughs> yes. there. I and believe that. You, yeah, and I've seen it, and I've seen, you know, I've seen kind of where souls are, and I've, I never believed what the Bible says in Revelation about there being a golden city, mm-hmm. and I never believed it just because it seems like something a human would write, that there's a city, right. and, you know, God's on a throne, and all of that, and I never totally believed it, but I have now seen it. And really? I, went, I went to the upper world, I call it a level of heaven, because you cannot go to some of the levels because you're still embodied. 
But I mm. went to my world where I go, I call it a level of heaven, and I just looked up at one point and I saw this beautiful golden city that looked like the, there was glass or crystal and there was golden, there was light bouncing off of something that was all like beautiful crystal kind of light, golden light everywhere. And I have been able to kind of rise up when I'm there and look at the sides of it, but I've never been able to go in it. And then there's spiraling light as far as I can see going above uh, that city. Well, what yeah. can our our listeners, because I, I, I'm even curious, and we're going to definitely have you back on the show, um, and, and we're, we're going to get into your book, but I, I need to ask you this. The Spirit is asking me to ask you this, is that what, can, what practice can a person do who's willing to go on that journey into the, those higher realms, those, those places? What can they do that will help them to transcend where they are on this earth plane so they can to experience i believe that we all have the capabilities of experiencing but we're not all open to it what can we do to be more open to that experience well the first thing to do is you know as somebody who is you know you can't i always say that i really want clients for instance i'm a therapist clients to come to me who are willing who are ready and you, no one's going to do this unless they're ready, unless they're right. really, really, really ready and they want to do it. And I believe everyone can do this shamanic work. Like everyone mm-hmm. can. My whole belief is to, you know, is to empower others. I'm not, I don't want to be anybody's shaman, healer, teacher in the sense, you know, I'm like a birth coach. I can help you get there. But everyone sure. has to be ready. So let's say that there's a listener right now who's going, oh, my gosh, I really I want to do this. I'm really excited. I want to do it. And what they can do is they can, um, you know, I, one of my teachers, I've, I've studied with about six people, uh, some of them shamans, and I really, really respect a man named uh, Hank Wesselman, and he wrote a book called Journey to the Sacred Garden. And there's a CD in the book that's drumming, and I think that's a good place to start until my book comes out which is going, to be even, it's going to be even more about the upper realms. Um, but Hank's book is a good place to start, which teaches people pretty much just a journey to the middle world where you find your place of power. And that's a good place for, for listeners to start. And if they're already meditating, you know, they can just close their eyes. And this is what I do with clients is close your eyes and imagine yourself. You're on, imagine that you're on a path. And mm-hmm. whatever path shows up, look down at your feet. Just imagine while you're in a, in a very relaxed state, imagine that you're on a path. Mm-hmm. And you set, you set the intention that you're going to go to your sacred world, your personal mm-hmm. place of power, whatever you want to call it. Um, Hank Wesselman and the Hawaiian shamans call it your garden. It never has mm-hmm. looked like a garden to me, so I call it my natural world, my place in nature. But you go to this place and you ask for beings who love you to come, any being who loves you to come, which is how my grandmother came. <laughs> Lao Tzu, the founder of Taoism, I never even knew who he was, shows up in my garden. I had a wow. wing snake, snake that showed up there. All this oh. is in my book. All, this, all my stories and my journeys are in my next book. But I, so I, they I can't can start wait. There. They oh, can start there. That's 
That is so beautiful. Well, I, I want to talk about our spirits dance, and yeah. I, I would love for you to read um, a couple of your poems, please, sure. and that really speaks to you, speaks to your heart. Um, only reason why this one really strikes me is moon and cancer is because I'm a cancer. And the moon is, I'm connected to the moon. I'm not going to ask you to read that. But um, what, and that was one I think Tom wrote, right? Well, so you we wrote both that together. Wrote it. That, was, that was the one, that was the night we met, and we went home and wrote full moon poems, and we wrote poems oh. with the same title. So it's interesting that you're a Cancer. No wonder I get along with you so well because my moon is in Cancer, which is oh. why, he, why he titled it that. Is there was a little oh. hidden meaning that, meaning that people didn't know. Oh, is my that goodness. My moon is in Cancer. <laughs> my moon is in Cancer. So, yeah, I mean, I could, I could read his poem if you want, uh, or I, I could read another one. I want you to read whatever, whatever spirit is leading you to read, that's the one we need to hear. <laughs> well, I, I'd love to read. I'd love to read his Moon and Cancer poem because what okay. this will show people, this was written the night we met. He mm. went down to the ocean here in Santa Cruz and sat there, and this is the poem that came. And this, don't I, want, I don't want listeners to ever deny the feelings that are coming up for them. And he didn't. And this is what he wrote: mm. Full Moon and Cancer blast. Through clear sky. On granite boulders I ponder shimmering swells, lapping cool, silent beach. Sand crabs burrow into wet sand, waves lapping thin membrane shells. Gulls, seals, otters, unable to sleep, groan and chant in the humming glow. Tide pulls back to the outer ocean, exposing starfish on kelp-glazed reefs. Closing my eyes, celestial rays shine deep within, where now I wade in crystal pools, merge with you, spirit sister. Mm. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh, the exactly. only thing that I can say is, whew. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, what did you, when you read that or you heard that for the first time, what went through your spirit? You know, actually, it was more uh, in my heart and my body. Mm-hmm. It's like there was this, this, this energy within me that um, I just I felt more alive. I felt like there was electricity, and, you know, we are electromagnetic fields. There was this electric being inside me, and um, she was waking up, you know? Mm. She was waking up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So let me read the last stanza of my poem because this will show you what I was thinking. I won't read the whole thing because so we don't have time, but it's called Moon and Cancer also. But here's, um, here's the last part. Stars fall in the silence. My breath quickens reliving this evening. Your brown hands reaching for mine across white teacups, remembering our eyes meeting, our hearts knowing everything. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, and, and so is that the answer to what you heard in your spirit? Exactly. Oh. Exactly. I wasn't wow. used to listening, to, uh, Skip, to my spirit and my heart, though. 
I was used to being this really intellectual, um, I was a teacher at that time, I was really linear, really anal, really intellectual. I lived, like a lot of people I feel in this country, I mean, I lived from the neck up. I lived Mm. in my head. I I Mm -hmm. lived in what seemed logical, what seemed rational, and that's fear-based, a lot of it. You know, I wasn't living by my heart, by my spirit. I was really an artist. I was really this very passionate artist who was trying to squeeze myself into more of a science box or something Mm. like that, and it wasn't who I was at all. Um, And it had to do with the person I was with at the time, was a you know this famous scientist and I was trying to morph myself into this person to be with them which I'm sure some of your listeners can relate to and it mm-hmm. wasn't who I was at well, all but I well, was, I was afraid of losing my security and losing um everything I'd known which seemed very logical and made sense it was really secure um, you know, the, you know, there was there was a lot of money. There was all of that, but my spirit was dying in that marriage. Is this documented in Conscious Divorce? Yes, I talk. Okay, about so this, this talk- is a book I really highly recommend. Um, one yep. of, one of my journey and and one thing I, I realized that I never ever have a terrible breakups. All my exes are my friends. And yes. my That's last act, um, Bill, here, we, we, we made a decision that we would separate in such a conscious way that it would be filled with love. And it's mm-hmm. because of our, 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 our journey. I, I'm grateful for that. And that's one of the books I, I'm going to actually get because I want to read more about conscious divorce. Um, I mm-hmm. think that is something that, that I think everyone should benef- will benefit from. Yep. Yeah, you can still get it on Amazon, but you have to get okay. it used because I'm, you know, I got the rights back from Random House and I'm I mm. my agent has wanted me to rewrite it and I want to use the original <clears throat> excuse me, the original title that I came up with was Leaving with Love. And oh, in 2001, okay. 2001 the publisher wouldn't go for it because you see in 2001 people were still pulling each other's hair on Jerry Springer. Right. People were not people were not conscious. People thought that divorce had to be absolutely horrible and that mm-hmm. it was conflictual and it was punishing and you were in your ego and this person you hated this person and then they hated you. And you know, it's like the whole talk show thing anyway at times, you know, and I'm not going to mention any more names cuz they're probably in LA with you, but you know, <laughs> people People want conflict. They want people yeah. to be. They want to see something that's worse than their own life, and so they, exactly. you know, they want the ratings to be high. And so, ooh, let's have something really horrible on here. And this person is, you know, is having sex with their daughter, and oh, this is horrible. And so let's let's put them on national TV. And so I have a huge bias against that kind of programming. But that was mm-hmm. what was going on around divorce when my book came out. And my book, my book is still ahead of its time, I believe. Um, and I believe too, with, and I, I, I can't but, wait for you to rewrite it and please put it out there because with all the stuff, and I call it crap and stuff that's on TV right now, it, it sucks out your brain. <laughs> and, yep. Um, Constantly negative news, CNN, that's what I call it, constantly negative news, um, yep. and, and all the reality shows are not 
the real. The real real yep. is tap into the universe, into yourself, and that's the real. This is a farce and a a fantasy. So you yep. know, just just be more conscious, more conscious about this. We have about five yep. minutes left, and I got I got it. You know, I want to ask you, sure. our spirits, our, our spirits dance. What does that mean to you when you when you see it, when you when you connect with it, when you talk about it? What what is that deep deep feeling for you when you when you? What is that connection for you? Well, for me, it's the title of one of my husband's poems, "Our Spirits Dance," mm-hmm. but way before my husband died our spirits were dancing with each other all the time whether we were together or not and you know he was a professional surfer at one time in his life and would travel to mexico and surf and he'd be away and and because he knew i was going to miss him he would say this one phrase for me to say over and over to myself and i put it in the back of this book but it's i'm right here oh can't you see just close your oh. eyes, for there I'll be. So, um, oh. you know, he already knew way before I did. He already knew before he transitioned that our mm-hmm. spirits, well, our spirits were always dancing. Right. You know, I, I called it spirit wires. That we, I wrote a poem once that we were connected by spirit wires, and I knew, knew, uh, you know, I could, I could, I would t- talk about phoning him all the time on these spirit wires that I was mm-hmm. in contact with him whether we were physically together or not. And now our spirits are dancing now, and I can visit him in a level of heaven. I can spend time with him. It's an incredible mm. union that is not over. It is just morphing and expanding, and um, he's always with me. He's always with me. And he often put that at the end of poems or end of cards he would write me is that you know he, he we are together forever there is this oh. there is this constancy and this union between us and one more thing about the twin flame union is that often mm-hmm. the person isn't here often your twin flame is in the other world and mm. it's the concept of of guardian angels or the concept that <clears throat> you know that you feel like there's somebody watching out for you or you feel this connection or you, yes. you, your intuition tells you to do this or that, and I believe that there is, you know, there's a twin flame for us, but they're often in the other world, and not always do we meet up with them here. Oh my goodness, that that's uh, so amazing. Thank you. What does this shift mean for you? I always end my show by asking, what does this shift mean for you? Well, I. I love a lot of the futurists, you know, Barbara Marks mm-hmm. Hubbard and, and oh, when yes, I had my, yes. yeah, when I had my radio show I had Barbara on, I had Jack Canfield on, Bill Gladstone mm. is, is my literary agent, I had Bill on. You know, the shift, it's about conscious evolution. It's about mm-hmm. our becoming, you know, greater than we've ever, ever become before and we need to do this for ourselves, for the planet, to be able to survive as a species. We need to do we need to shift. We need to shift yeah. our consciousness to a higher, higher vibration. We mm. need to be, you know, and in, in Barbara Marks Hubbard says, you know, what is it that you can do that no one else can do? What is it that is your calling? And then, for heaven's sake, do it. And do, do it. it. And do Time it. Time is and passing. Do it. We need you. We need the, your listeners. Mm. We need people to be finding out what it is that, that they do that no one else can do 
that they really, really, you know, find that out, and then they yeah. take action. And, and we need that's to take action now. That's why I do now. the show. We've been asleep. That's, that's, We've been asleep. That's why I, that's why I do this show. And it's a way that I, I'm inviting people to have their own shift in their own life so we can change the planet. And I believe that, you know, this is, this is my calling. Um, yep. And so, I, Susan, please, we've got to have you back on the show. You're just so Thank amazing. You. I resonate with you in so many different ways. Where can our people hook up with you on all Facebook right. or you on Twitter? Yep. Or on where, where can they get the book? Let's do all that. Yeah, they can get Our Spirits Dance on Amazon. It's just there recently. And they can also get Conscious Divorce on Amazon uh, used okay. right now. And they can also get my book, Empowered Healer, which teaches them to heal themselves. And, um, you know, they can connect with me, uh, Susan Allison, on Facebook. Um, they can also go to Dr. Susan Allison. I have... Um, a wonderful um, website, which is empoweredhealer.com. And Good. it's been a pleasure to be on the show. Oh, thank you so very, very much. And, um, again, I found a new friend in Susan. Thank you so much. Thank you, Everyone, this is a great opportunity for you to have your own shift. Remember, be the shift you want to see in your life. Thank you, Susan. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you next week. Peace and blessings.